Hi there. Thanks for tuning in to the GeForce Podcast, a show for car enthusiasts by car enthusiasts. We're not so slowly reaching the final chapter of pure internal combustion-powered cars, a combination of the pushes for more environmentally friendly technologies, as well as the increase in performance gains from electrifying powertrains. Sure, this transition is quite exciting. It opens the door for car enthusiasts to keep on enjoying cars in the future. But at the same time, there's something special about a pure internal combustion car. The term character really does come to mind. A way to justify the flaws and imperfections of internal combustion engines. So I guess it's been no secret that we here at the GeForce Podcast have our apprehensions about this transition to the EV tech-dominated new future for cars, despite how politically correct we try to sound with that intro. I mean, previously, we have discussed computers taking over car experiences with more modern cars, and have even complained about some modern EVs and hybrids, to an extent. The reality isn't that we hate this new future, or even really dislike it, but rather we're just craving a final hit of good old IC technology. And we might have just gotten that one last rush. The legends over at Lotus have been up to some big plans, trying to bring this small British car maker up to the ranks of more major car companies. First up, they're moving on from their Elise platform, which we are pretty sad about. Go listen to our episode on the final Elise and how much we really do love that platform. Lotus are also partnering with Chinese owner Geely to start producing electric SUVs in China, something we as car enthusiasts don't necessarily love, but hope goes well for the sales to average consumers in China to keep Lotus's profits up. But finally, some good news on the future of Lotus. They just launched a brand new car model. And Lotus have said it's their final pure internal combustion engine car. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Lotus Emira, the curtain call for small mid-engine sports cars. Now before we get all misty-eyed that this is the end, let's actually dig into all the facts that way we can celebrate this amazing beast. This brand new car actually shares similar dimensions and the layout to the already on the market Lotus Evora, which was launched back in 2010. In theory, this Emira is an updated version of the Evora, with not only nearly identical dimensions, but the same overall layout with similar powertrain options as well. This is not necessarily a bad thing. In fact, it's actually pretty brilliant. The Evora has quickly become a fan favorite for driving enthusiasts, so keeping this the same should help a lot. But even though at a high level analysis indicate a lot of similarities, the Evora and the Amira are quite different. With the Amira essentially being a significant update over the Evora. Now again, 
both share basically the same wheelbase, the Amira overall is under 3 inches longer than the outgoing Evora. The design of the Amira is also quite an update, taking elements from Lotus's project or case study, the electric Evija. Not the active arrow, but other key design elements, specifically channels for air to flow through the body, those came directly from the Evija. Now sticking with design, the new car now has standard 20 inch wheels, which are pretty massive for a small car. Some argued these make the portions of the Amira seem pretty weird, but we strongly disagree. The wheels properly fill out the wheel arches and contribute to this beast being a real stunner from the outside. Those changes from the outgoing Evora to this Amira are not just limited to the exterior. Lotus put in a lot of effort to modernize and improve the interior, overall pushing away from the raw brashness of the Elise and Exige and taking practicality and comfort from the Evora and going even further. There's a new touchscreen in the center, and even the dash is an electronic display. Sure, maybe it doesn't have the old analog charm of the old Lotuses, but it still looks real clean and sharp. Another feature that's unique for this Lotus, audio compatibility with Apple CarPlay and Android Auto. So you can actually listen to music instead of just all the road noise. But I think the biggest new feature, now there are two proper cup holders, which is the correct amount for a two-seater. Does this make the Amira a candidate for the ultimate road trip machine? Well, I guess we have some hands-on research we need to go conduct. Another big change felt on the interior. The aluminum chassis and fiberglass body updates contribute to a thinner side frame between the doors and the seats. This should open the cabin up a lot more than in the Avora, and even make it easier to get in and out of the Amira. No more ungraceful exits from a Lotus. Unless, of course, you get sick from all of that performance. Speaking of performance, and yes, that's the transition we're going with, performance really is a key with any Lotus, especially with this final internal combustion one. There are two main engine options, a 2.0-liter AMG-built turbo four-cylinder and the 3.5-liter Toyota-derived supercharged V6 used in the Evora. Lotus have said the long term, the V6 will be phased out in favor of more development on the AMG four-cylinder due to regulations with car emissions. But honestly, we don't mind. Mercedes have confirmed that they are going to use a four-cylinder in some of their upcoming 63 line of AMG cars going forward, so I think there will be some big developments there. Now with these two engines, the 3.5 liter V6 and that turbo four-cylinder we were just talking about, there are three transmissions options. The four-cylinder will only come with a new dual-clutch gearbox, which should be pretty snappy for the track driving and canyon carving. The V6 will get an option between a torque converter auto or a six-speed manual. Please, please, please get the manual if you option your Amira with a V6. 
The AMG 2 liter will make about 360 horsepower, while the V6 will produce somewhere around 400 horsepower. Now then, all this seems real exciting. But what are the figures to back this car? So far, Lotus have been pretty quiet about that. There is no clear indication on which of these two engines are faster accelerating or fastest, although our hunch is the four-cylinder will be just behind the V6 in both of these. Lotus also haven't commented on the weight of both cars, only that the lightest version of the Amira will weigh just under 3,100 pounds. At least that sounds quite in line with Lotus, a lightweight car with some good performance. And then there's price. Nothing's been confirmed yet, but Lotus are trying to compete with the Porsche 718 Cayman S. So probably something around the 70 to 80K range here in the US. There are a lot of questions surrounding the Amira. What I just mentioned only being a few of them. But honestly, I think the core foundation of the car and all the details that have been released, plus the fact that it's a Lotus, well, all that adds up to the Amira having the potential to be a real legend. So let's cut down to the final verdict. Does the Lotus Amira make the dream garage? That really comes down to how many cars can make it in. One or two cars only? Probably not. The Amira isn't special enough. But again, this criteria also cuts out 99% of other enthusiast cars, so... I don't think that's necessarily the fair comparison. How about a three-car garage? Honestly, the Amira probably has a great shot at that. It seems to still be a proper driver's car, but can also do cruising duty, or even some highway pulls potentially. Reflecting on the latest batch of cars that have come out or are coming out, the Lotus Amira really stands out as one of the best. It's a champion for the average car enthusiast, making just enough sense to justify all the fun quirks and features, and probably landing in a price range that, yes, expensive, isn't necessarily completely unattainable. It actually reminds me a lot of the new BRZ and GR86 coming out. These cars really seem to be the best new cars coming out celebrating why we love cars. So I guess that's our new car dream garage. A manual GR86 and a V6 manual Amira.